Episode 17, The Things Boy Moms Say. This is a podcast full of the honest, dirty, tiring, and funny things that come with being a mom to boys. We love it. Most days. And for the days we aren't sure what the heck we are doing, we have each other. We are Jessica. And Anicia. We are Ladies Raising Lads. I mean, some of these, some of these are probably any mom, but we do have a lot of penis stuff going on in today's episode. Right? <laughs> a lot of penis stuff. I mean, I think back of when I would hear things at Target before I had kids and be like, what? Are, what? Yeah. I'm never going to say that. I, don't ever say never. That's what I've never really, say really, never. Really. Yeah. The best parents in the world are people without children. Yes. They are. They're really good parents. Mm-hmm. They're the perfect They're, I mean, parents. Perfect parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's so funny because I feel like you have, you know, your expectations pre kids. And let's say there's, you know, a few categories of parenting, mm-hmm, right? Mm hmm. I guarantee you can maybe hang on to your expectations in maybe two of the five categories, but at least three of them are going to fall off the charts at some point. Oh, yeah. No, let me just tell you. I was a notorious, I'm never going to do that. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. And then you have children, and it's like, oh, I said I was never going to do that. But Mm -hmm. it's just not a battle I want to fight today, Mm -hmm. and so I'm not going to fight it today. So, And here's the thing. You haven't met your kids yet. Right. So you don't know. And they were a hundred times worse. <laughs> you don't, you don't know what your, what your challenges are going to be Mm-mm. or what their strengths are going to mm-hmm. be. And so setting those expectations before you even meet these little people is, it's a good idea. That way you can have a starting point. Right. But be flexible is what I've learned yeah, too. You be have flexible. to be flexible. I always said I was never going to have picky eaters. They were going to eat what was on their plate or not eat at all. Until you have a kid that hasn't grown in a year and you're like, whatever you want to eat, baby, just eat. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you have to be flexible. And this definitely comes with things that fly out of your own mouth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I know that, not necessarily that I didn't, I didn't want to say certain things, but just like, there are certain sentences that I've strung together. And I'm like, wait, what? What? Yeah, exactly. Or that did not just come out of my mouth, mostly because that did just not happen. Yeah. Why did that happen? You, you just made me say that. Right? Like, it wasn't <laughs> like I would ever have this conversation anywhere else. No, exactly. If I did, I'd probably call the cops. Exactly. So we, um, again, shout out to our local moms group. We asked for some more submissions for today, and they they delivered. They definitely delivered. But again, it's it's a lot of penis stuff. I mean, and that's just because we said, what do you boy moms say? I'm sure there are things that girl moms are like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, I say this. And we'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I've never said that. Mm-hmm. So the very first one, the top of our list is your penis does not belong in there. Yep. And just yep. imagine anywhere right. for in there. Right. There could be anywhere. Pat- Batman does not belong on your penis. Yeah. We have a lot of people... Who said, get your cars off your penis. Yeah. Apparently, 
boys tend to think that diapers, pull-ups, underwear are a safe place to store their cars. Right. It's their parking garage. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, so we had a we had a lot of, we had a lot of moms that say you can't park your car in your penis. We also. I'm going to assume, I'm going to make a big assumption on this one. It's further down the list, but it's get that out of the hot dog bun. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be a penis in so? the hot dog bun. I would probably think so. Um, I'm hoping that it wasn't, but I, yeah, I bet it was. It could be. It could be. Um, I think another great phrase that is probably attributed to boy moms is rub some dirt in it and shake it off. Oh, we... Uh... We don't do that one, but we do uh, We do shake it off. Get up, shake it off. Yeah. And you learn with any kid that your reaction... Feeds their reaction. Feeds their reaction. Yeah. So very easily, if you make a big deal about it, they'll make a big deal about it. But if you don't react, a lot of times they don't react. And of course, again, that depends upon your kid. Right. I've got one who's drama. Oh, I got a drama one too. And then one who can literally like get up and like half of his hand is torn off when he fell and mm-hmm. his knee is bleeding and he just is like he literally he dusts his hands off and keeps going. Yeah. I have a uh, a video of Cashton somewhere. Gosh, he was probably like 18 months old and he had fallen, scraped his knee and he's like Get up, shake it off, shake it off. I'm walking around like trying to like, and it's probably, I think there's blood running down his leg. And he's like, shake it off, shake it off. And I was like, huh, maybe I shouldn't use that phrase. Well, it's hard. And I think it it's hard to draw the line of not letting them express their feelings. Right? If they are hurt and upset, but you also want them to have some... I don't know. I don't know. Gauge. Like a gauge. Like, hey, buddy, you just fell and hit your knee. I know it hurts, but it is not. We need to go to the emergency room and cut your leg off. Right. Exactly. So I know a lot of moms use Band-Aids. They'll put a Band-Aid. On everything. On everything, no matter what. And I don't know why, but my husband was so against that. It was... If you're bleeding, like really bleeding, then you can have a Band-Aid. And they've been around other moms when they've like fallen. And there's a scrape and it might be like you can kind of see a little bit of blood. And the mom offers to put a Band-Aid on. And my boys are like, but I'm not bleeding. Why do I need a Band-Aid? Which I'm kind of proud of. Because I... I feel like sometimes the Band-Aid just aids the... Hysteria? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We do. Uh, do you want mom to rub some oils on it? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That because I was like, hey, lavender oil is not going to hurt anything, right? No. Like, and so I rub some lavender oil on it. Yeah. I have kind of a DIY, like I call it healing cream mm-hmm. and it's oils and like coconut oil mm-hmm. and olive oil. And that's what I use for like Neosporin. Yeah. And so we use that quite often yeah. for anything and everything. Cayman likes to be doctored. He likes to have <laughs> you clean it and put oh neosporin on it. And if it's bleeding, he wants a Band-Aid. If it's not, he's going to, I need it covered some way. So we figure out how to put pants on or mm-hmm. a shoe on or whatever it is that he d- does. And it's not hysterical. He just likes the care and attention that mm-hmm. comes with yeah. being doctored. Yeah. Collier, he just wants you to recognize and move on. Yeah. Okay, you fell. Done. Uh-huh. 
We we also have a bad problem at bath time when it comes to ouchies. They don't want their ouchies in the water. Oh. And so we have super awkward baths where, like, they're trying to hold their entire leg out of the water <laughs> during bath time or their whole arm or whatever. And then what's really funny is when they forget about it. And then they realize and, it's in the water And later. then I'd be like, hmm, guess your leg feels better because it's in the water. Right. Like, oh, oh, ow, ow, ow. Right. And then they, like, throw their leg out of the water again. Okay, so... Another common theme with phrases that boy moms say is peeing. Don't pee on it. Yeah. So stop writing your name in pee in the bathroom. You can only do that outside was a phrase that we Mm -hmm. got. And then stop trying to pee on the cat. Don't pee on your brother. That's one I I use. Don't pee on your brother. Mm -hmm, Yes. When I was going through these, I wondered if this is some sort of like... As far as, like, peeing on objects, this is some sort of, like, primal instinct is marking their territory. I think they're just kind of obsessed with their penis and where their pee goes. Could be. I was trying to, like, give the little boys a little out here with it's ingrained in their DNA that they need to mark their territory. But They're not I mean, dogs. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I mean, like... I don't know. Did, like, the Paleolithic man do that? Did he not. mark his territory like an animal? I don't know. That's interesting thought. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so... I think they mark their women more than they mark their maybe, <laughs> objects. Maybe. Another item that apparently boys like to keep in their underwear is cookies. Because we got a mom who submitted, no, you cannot keep your cookies safe in your undies. I think they just think that's a safe area, right? So anything they want to themselves, they're going to put mm-hmm. in there. Right. Let's just talk about it, boys. That's disgustingly gross. Yeah. And we do, we talk about that being private parts Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. are not supposed to, you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to show people that Mm -hmm. area. So, of course, they're going to think of that as their, like, safety deposit box or something. It's not. It's not. It's not. We have a few regarding siblings. So, we said don't pee on your brother. We also have quit biting your brother's feet. (laughs) I find that very interesting. We, uh, Cashton, when Cayman was a baby, he used to, excuse this phrase, but this is what my husband calls it. He used to teabag his brother. It would go sit oh, on his brother's Lordy. face. Yeah. With his diaper and like rub it around. So oh, we would gosh. be like, quit teabagging your brother. Well, so we got stop sitting on your little brother's head, yes. which is same thing, just not as crude, I guess you right. could say. Right. Blame that on my husband. So, here's one that mixes a couple, brother and penis. No, you and your brother cannot sword fight with your penises. Oh, like, seriously, I know this happens. And, like, when they pee together, too, mm-hmm. we've Crossing gotten, the streams. We've gotten the point where, no, but only one person on the toilet at a time. Oh, really? Well, because I'm sick of cleaning walls. They might have done okay. They haven't really, um, they haven't really made messes when they were peeing together so and i have one that's really shy like the bathroom is his private time yeah that that might be a good thing that might Uh, be a good thing yes don't sniff your brother's butt i know i know Uh, we have a real big problem with yes our brother's hiney oh no we do in the bath we do too i don't know why I, i just keep saying hey listen your body, his body. Don't touch his body. He won't touch your body. That's it. We're mm-hmm. moving on. Like, I don't know why he's obsessed with his brother's butt. He just wants to look at it. He wants to wash it for him. He likes to sprinkle water on it. And I, I don't know why. 
maybe it's just because he doesn't get to see his own. Maybe. And so it's could, very interesting could definitely be. because this is his only way to see a, a butt that maybe looks like his, right. his brother's in the bath. I I think I thought this one was funny too. Don't touch your brother's penis. Mm-hmm. This yep. yes, yes. I think with Collier, this is a really big thing that he's been doing lately because he's mm. like, oh my gosh, everybody has a penis. Mm. Like, it's finally realization that he's not the only kid that has a penis. Mm. And so, and it's, and we're just like, nope, hands to yourself, hands to yourself, hands to yourself. Mm-hmm. So. We haven't had a lot of penis touching. It's basically butt touching for us in our in our house. But they do like to turn over on their backs and make their penises float together. Oh my gosh. And (laughs) I have the funniest video of them. They were so tiny. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe one and two and Barrick for some reason, it was a bubble bath that, that night. And he started saying the phrase penis bubble and Davis was cracking up laughing. And so over and over again, it was penis bubble. And then they would both die laughing. Penis bubble. <laughs> and then they would both die laughing. And I mean, I I feel like ingrained in male DNA is... The admiration for your the penis. The desire to laugh at penis things. Yeah. Penis I jokes. Talking about your why. penis. I mean, like, penis, penis, penis. Hmm. All they think about sometimes... We got uh, we got a few submissions about touching penises in while a, you're while you're in public. Right, right. So, you know, Denise and I have both said even in our house, right. it needs to be in private if you would like to touch yourself. So we we feel you there, boy moms. Oh man, seriously, I like this one. That we're we're leaving the penis ones. By the way, I think we're done with penises. I think so. Please stop taking bites out of the foam balls. Mm. Oh my gosh, what is up with this? I don't know. Like, I didn't even know this was a thing until I had this last baby who bit every foam ball we had. Mm -hmm. There were teeth marks in every single one of them. Was he getting chunks out? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he started biting the foam pillows. Oh my. I mean, like, there are chunks in my husband's foam pillows because he would bite them and i don't know if he just liked the feeling of the foam the texture of it it's so weird interesting yeah so i i feel you on that one there's some sports related ones here roller blades are for outdoors only i think this could go either way yeah i, I think it depends on your house. house and so like i think it also depends upon where you live in the country because if it's cold more than not out of the year you're maybe, doing a lot of activities inside. Maybe you're going to do some things inside that, like, people who live further south mm-hmm. would just reserve for outside. Mm-hmm. No, you can't wear your sports helmet to, dim- to dinner. And, yes, you must shower after hockey. I'm feeling like this isn't, like, a five-year-old. No. I'm this, feeling like this is, like, oh, we've hit there where you have to shower. No, this was submitted by a mom that has an older son. Yeah, because right now my son goes to soccer on Wednesdays, and he doesn't need a shower afterwards. Right. Because he just doesn't really stink. He smells like a wet dog, but it he normally smells mm-hmm. like a wet dog by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Another one that I think is also from an older boy mom. After telling the boys to put their cups in a place where they'd be able to find them for practice, <laughs> she ended up having to say the phrase, get your nut cup off the kitchen table. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not we there yet. As moms, so... I'm sure this phrase is coming for us. I just don't want to deal with cups. 
Mm-hmm. Like, boys, don't play in any sports. <laughs> I I saw an ad the other day that they're trying to come up with dad underwear that has a protective place for his goods so kids don't hurt them. Yeah, not sure how I felt about that one. Can we come up with um, some protective goods for my vagina so when I deliver a child it doesn't hurt? Yeah. Right? Like, I'm sure you getting kicked in the balls Mm -hmm. hurts. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about having three babies. Well, and breasts, like... Oh, seriously. Like, little elbows in your nipple the wrong way. Come on now. I got one this morning. I was like, no, no, that's not cool. Speaking of that, we have one about nipples. Yes, that's my nipple, and no, you may not pinch it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have this really funny story about my youngest and Jessica. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so, my youngest, we, he breastfed until, like, 15 or 16 months, mm-hmm. and he naturally weaned himself, like, mm-hmm. but he got fascinated with boobs after that, and he was, he wasn't even two yet. I don't, was he? He stuck his hand down Jessica's shirt. Yeah. And, like, grabbed her boob. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and, of course... I love and adore Collier as right. one of my own. So, so but you're like, take like, your hand like, out. Yeah, that's not okay. No, like no. that's and not that's a not toy. okay. And I and that's that's like a, what we just kept saying. At that point, he wasn't nursing anymore. It would I think I would have felt a little bit different about it if he was still nursing because he would have just been like, I'm hungry, feed yeah. me, yeah. and I trust you to feed me, so feed <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> um, but he wasn't nursing at that point. He's a little obsessed with breasts. Mm-hmm. I he still is. Like he likes to pull my shirt out and look and I'm like they're not there anymore bud yeah they're kind of dead I my my youngest has a little obsession with my breast too in I don't know where he learned this we have not gotten to the point where I am modest around the boys yet and so it started it started a while ago we were in he was taking a shower with me and he honked he honked my nipples and he just said honk honk and I have no clue where in the world he came up with that. That is not something he's ever seen. He would like there's no TV shows that he's ever watched where that has happened. So he just came up with this on his own, which is again why I think some of this stuff is just ingrained in their right? DNA. So he called them honkers and I said no, they're not honkers. You do not honk them. And I thought we were done with this, and he did this, it again this week. No way! This week he honked. He honked them. He said, "Mom, but they just look like honkers." What are honkers, buddy? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, have no I guess, clue where he got this. Okay, so they kind of do like look like the bells that used to be on the like kids' bikes. Yeah, but he doesn't have a bike like that, right? I don't know. Like that's so random. And he's honking it like a car horn. Oh, so he's not like grabbing. He's not it. squeezing it. He's like. Like a car horn. Okay, like that. I don't random. know. I don't know. But he he truly feels like they are honkers. And did you say, nobody, these are not honkers. No, and I have told him multiple times. And it would be one thing if, like, it was a family joke that he saw Levi doing that to me as something funny, and then he transferred it. But Levi has never, ever called them honkers, nor has he ever honked me. Like, I think ever. if Tim ever called them honkers, I might slug him in the yes. face. He's a very touchy kid yes. to begin with. Yes. He loves to touch and he loves to like rub your face and just be very loving. And so 
I think that's part of his just way of loving me Mm -hmm. is he loves my honkers. So I've definitely had to say the phrase, they are not honkers. No, you may not honk them. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Okay. So next, please warn me next time you fart. Oh dude, I tell my kids this the whole entire time. Or I'll be like, and I really have had this conversation where I'm like, gas is natural. Mm Mm-hmm. That's okay. Like, it's mm-hmm. okay. I don't want you to be in pain or anything like that. But maybe let a girl know. Yeah. We, we're pretty consistent with making them say, excuse me. Yes. If you do it, say, excuse me. That's, that's your, that's the warning I do to have, let others know I do have, you have one done caveat to this. You must excuse yourself from the table if you're going to do that. Oh, like at dinner? Yes. Yeah. I, nobody wants to smell that at dinner. So just say, excuse me, get up, and then mm-hmm. come back. <laughs> well, and unfortunately, we're still doing the mid-dinner poop. Oh. And so sometimes it's like... Ours is bath. Okay, we have to... We, have, we pass gas at dinner, and oh, I got to go potty. And so he has to excuse himself and go potty. I can't wait for that to be over. Yeah. I don't really like getting up for my meal to go wipe poop and then come back and finish eating. Mm-mm. I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yep. 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 <laughs> the ones about the clothes ones are always really funny. Like, mm-hmm. wear your pants. Yeah. Wear your pants. Uh-huh. Yeah. I. My youngest is ridiculous about getting dressed. And he, he literally has asked to go to school naked. <gasps> no. Santa won't come see you if you're naked. So true. So true. So So true. true. No, you can't take your shirt off and be the Hulk in the Chick-fil-A playground. (laughs) This actually wasn't my kid. Okay. It was somebody else's kid who wants to be the Hulk. No, Davis would just wear his Hulk shirt. (laughs) He has a shirt that makes him look like Hulk. No, you cannot use your dirty underwear as weapons and throw them at people. Oh, man. That's so (laughs) gross. I don't want to smell your feet. That is a phrase that I'm saying myself quite a lot right now because Davis, anytime he takes off his shoes, he puts his feet in. Smell my feet. Well, he doesn't, he just kind of like wiggles his toes and lifts his foot up. He doesn't really put it in my face. He's like, smell my feet. No. I don't know. Again, where are they learning these things? I don't know. I'm going to throw a school out there. Maybe they are smelling feet at school. I've got, I've got one. No, you cannot have a snack while I'm cooking dinner. Oh, my gosh. I feel like this is every parent and not just boy moms. No. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. As soon as I stand up to cook dinner, everybody is trying to get into the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dinner will be ready in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Quit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so another submission we got is the kitchen is closed. Oh, yeah. The kitchen is definitely closed. We just... Our only caveat to that is we have, like, we're a allergy free fan we don't have any allergies so we have almonds peanuts and cashews and if you're hungry you may go get some of those yeah that's see y'all eat early we We don't we don't eat early we eat and then we take baths and we go to bed because we were getting into the swing of late night snacking and i i'm well so we do the opposite you guys do a snack after school right and we don't really do snacks after school because dinner, like maybe a little bit, but yeah, we, we do dinner earlier and then we do a s- yeah. bedtime snack. Yeah. And it's it's a pretty specific snack. They don't just get to go willy nilly yeah. on whatever they want. 
And so it's it's almost like yeah. our schedules are flipped in that regard. That's so funny. Well, I just, I think our thing, my thing growing up was I was always starving after school, like starving. Like mm-hmm. I could have eaten a whole meal after school and then still had dinner. Mm-hmm. And so when they get in the car, they're starving. I know they're starving, especially because... Both of them have snacks in the morning and then lunch at 11. See, our, and so they haven't eaten since 11 o'clock. And I'm like, mm, there's no way you're going to make it to five. That's, that's six true. hours. And both of mine at school, snack is the very last thing yeah. of the day, which is awesome. Yeah. I that like would help. it. Like, call yours. Mm-hmm. No, his is in the morning, too. And so, like, none of them have eaten since mm-hmm. lunch. Mm-hmm. If they had a snack at school right afterwards, great. They would be fine. But they get in the car and they haven't had anything since 1130. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to say, no, you need to wait until we eat dinner at 530. And my husband doesn't get home till six anyway. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have to wait till six. Yeah. And that's that's another thing. Mm-mm. Your husband doesn't get home till later. Right. Mine works at right. home. So. And I will say this, like on the weekends, we eat a lot earlier than we do during yeah. the week. Most of it's because I have a hard time cooking with three kids in the house. So I have to wait until Tim gets home to start cooking. Right. Yeah. No, I get that. So, yes, the kitchen is closed. Another one I use is, how many yogurts have you had today? (laughs) Yeah. How many yogurts have you had today? Especially because we are a... All of my boys are somewhat allergic to milk. They love yogurt. And so I allow them like one to two, depending on which child it is, knowing mm-hmm. that they are, their stomach is going to be upset because mm-hmm. of it. They know the consequences. Mm-hmm. But I can tell when my oldest has had more than two. I'll be yeah. like, how many yogurts did you have today? Yeah. We're really, I'm, that's one of the food things I'm pretty strict on. If you've already had it, we need to switch to something right. else. Right. Especially if you're telling me you ate like blueberries and you're still hungry. We have blueberries aren't going to fill you no. up. Let's have something that has more fat, more protein that's going to fill you mm-hmm. up. We're not going to keep eating stuff that's not filling. Filling or giving you what your body's actually asking for. Right. I think I don't think I've ever said the kitchen is closed yet, but I have a feeling that once we get into older years, like teenage years, (laughs) if you can't make it yourself, then it's a no. Yeah. Well, for sure. I will say growing up with three boys, um, that kitchen never closes. Not in the sense that they would eat, they, they literally would eat lunch, eat a snack, eat another snack, eat dinner, eat a snack eat another snack and mm-hmm. they would still be starving it wasn't like they weren't eating yeah they were eating all the time because they literally were processing so many calories and we have you know right now it's pretty easy to recognize when they're in like a gross oh, spurt yeah. hungry phase mm-hmm. and then it just stops and so during those times i know like i've got to have stuff on hand right. because they're gonna get hangry yeah and i got a hangry one i've yeah. got two hangry I got three hangry ones. <laughs> well, Cashin doesn't get angry. His behavior changes mm-hmm. when he's hungry, like and thirsty. Like he, Barrett gets emotional. Came and gets emotional. He and cries. Collier gets hangry. That yeah. kid is mad yeah. when he's not eating. Yeah, yeah. We get we get we cry a lot mm-hmm. when we're un- when we're hungry. Well, Cayman's the same way. Like that, he'll get in the car from school and he'll be crying, and I'll be like, "Okay, we need to feed you." Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Another phrase that got submitted along the food lines is no, you can't have candy before breakfast. Oh, see, I'm, depends what kind of candy. 
So we had the sleep specialist that came and talked to one of our mom's group, and she was like, yeah, give your kids chocolate in the morning. Give them chocolate in the morning and do not give them chocolate at night because the yeah. caffeine in it. So now I was like, if you really want chocolate, I'll give you chocolate. Like We um, we always use the rule, you have to have something else in your body first. Right. So not that we give candy after breakfast. We don't. But you, our rule is let's put something good in first that mm-hmm. your body can use, and then you can have then you can have some candy if that's available. And of course, there are times of the year where candy (sighs) is just abundant. Halloween and Valentine's Day and Easter coming up. Just so much candy. I know I was trying to find stuff for their Easter baskets at the store. And it's just, it's candy. Mm, I don't do candy. It's just candy. I got them one thing of M&M's. The tiniest thing of M&M's that I could find. You know me. I, I don't give my children willingly candy. Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> Their dad does. I don't. I don't yeah. like candy myself, so. They're, they're going to get one thing, but I just, I'm dreading candy season again. Mm-hmm. Well, with, then we with, go a really Easter. long time without candy. That's true. So we go like six months. That's true. So that's really nice. Well, we want to know other phrases that boy moms say, because I know there's so much more out there. Oh, Yeah. One that I said recently was, please get Mjolnir off the stove. Who is that? Mjolnir is Thor's hammer. Oh, mm-hmm. how did I not know that? Yeah. Yeah. Thor's, Thor's hammer was on my stove. <gasps> Just, there are so many things that right? come out of your mouth as a boy mom that you never thought you would say. Right. So, like, we want to hear. Batman doesn't need to be sleeping in your bed with you. You don't need 500 Batmans. What what else did I say to him the other day? Oh, Batman is potty trained. Ooh, boom. Oh, I dropped that one. Boom. How boom. did you take that one? Uh, he just said, so? <laughs> I was like, well, aren't you Batman? Not today. Oh, man. He's owning smart. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know other phrases that you use. I'm always interested to hear what people say. Like, the most outrageous thing that you've ever said, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I was I would have never said that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can find us a few ways. Instagram. Ladies.raising.lads. Facebook's the same thing. Yes, yes and it then is. We just have a regular old email. You can contact us. Ladies.raising.lads at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. It always makes us super excited. Yes. Let us know what you want to talk about. We are up for some suggestions here in the next couple weeks. We're writing out our schedule. And so if you want a topic that you want discussed, let us know. We'll see you next week. Bye.